There are so many podcasts in the world, and not enough time to listen to them. Some sound professionally made, some sound like a hot mess, and some just sound made up. On our show, we invite a guest to bring a lesser-known podcast they've recently been listening to. But here's the catch. It doesn't exist. We use this information as the suggestion for an improv show. And in the editing room, we make the improvised podcast sound as real as possible. And that's how it works. This is Made Up Talk Show. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to Mark's I go. Hi-ho. Hi ho, hi Jess, hi Jess. Uh, I love that, and I wish that you had uh, started out with hi Jess, uh, because if you started by hi ho and then you switched to hi Jess, it makes it sound like you're calling me a bad old name. Oh my goodness, you're absolutely right. Well, I want you to know, Jess, I hold you only in the highest regard, and it's because of that that I would like you to initiate the two sentence update this episode. Ooh, how kind! Uh, I had an Oscars party. Mm-hmm. Nice. And there were no marks in attendance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so good news and bad news. Two-sentence update can be anything. That, it can be anything you want. Um, well, you know what? Um, I would say I wish that there had been many marks. So that's... Uh, uh, but I can't say anything else about that because it would violate the contract of the two-sentence life update. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, what's yours, please? I got a raise at work. Ha-chi-chi! Yeah! <laughs> Yay, Mark! Yeah, and uh, well, I, again, I can't uh, elaborate any more on that, so I'll move on to the next item, which is uh, I saw some old friends over this past weekend and had a good time. Oh, fabulous. Um, that is wonderful. Um, but we shan't talk anymore because we have a very, very important segment uh, of with Mark. And Mark's had, had a lot of ups and downs on this show. He oh, still boy. is re- dealing with the lingering reactions of a cyanide tooth that he had to crush after he failed my, uh, my gauntlet several times. But I am uh, hoping that your studies in biochemistry <laughs> uh, will yield a cure to slow-acting cyanide before it takes me. Oh, we can only hope. Uh, so this time, uh, let's let's keep it light, Mark. The wager okay. on the table is uh, I would like you to, in 30 seconds, uh, do a segment I would like to call Mark versus Mark. And because we have a guest whose name is Mark, I would like you to describe, knowing what you know about Mark, how would you take him down in a battle? It could be a battle of the wits. It could be a video game battle. Any kind of battle, battle of your choice, you choose the playing ground. In 30 seconds, tell me how you would absolutely destroy other Mark. Uh, Mark Hanless, who will be here very, very soon. Uh, Mark, uh, uh, let's say if you win, I will um, I, I will do something uh, food related for you. I'll make you a snack. Okay. Um, and if you lose, you have to do 100 push-ups. <laughs> so and just uh, to clarify for the audience, winning and losing in this instance, is it, it's not just whether I beat Mark in this scenario. But it's also, it must be within 30 seconds. 30 seconds. That's right. That's right. All right. I can't wait. Let's see if you have push-ups or if you get a nice snack. All right. Ready? Set, go. All right, so the first thing is I'm going to stay away from any bodies of water. I understand that Mark has a pool on his roof, and I figured that he probably gets a lot of, like, practice laps in there. Not going to beat him that way. It's got to be dry ground, land-related. I do know that he's got a um, a thing for games. He enjoys game nights. He enjoys video games based on his background. Uh, it is the Final Fantasy VII Cathedral. So I think what I'd probably do is lure him into a game night, but have, like, you know, the deck stacked, like, the dice loaded, <laughs> uh, cheats ready, and that's how I beat him. Okay, I was worried that at the time was running out. I never thought you would make it. 
Um, I really was expecting you to do 100 push-ups, and it did have to be within 30 minutes. So we were going to see some real noodle arms on Mark. Uh, but you know, he won and he defeated Mark Canlis, which is amazing. Oh my goodness. Um, and a snack is in your future, my buddy. But just like with Jess, I hold our guest, uh, Mark Canlis, in only the highest esteem. Uh, Mark, I hope you know that I only said the things that I said because um, 100 <laughs> push-ups were on the line. Uh, I'm sure you would absolutely destroy me in a game night. And without further ado, I respect you so much that I would like to ask all of our listeners, wherever you are, to start a clap. Uh, and clap, 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 and Mark! How's it going? Hello. You know, I don't take the defeat. Uh, the game night defeat as an affront because our names are spelled the same way. So it's all good. Mm. It's all good. Mm. Marks with K's. Yeah. yeah. Do you hate a mark with a C? Do you despise Ooh, them? Oh my God. It's can't it's, stand them. Can't stand them. Yeah. It's, uh, what about a mark with a CK? You know, I feel a little half and half on them. They're, yeah. They're kind of treading a line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Better than a mark with a C. Mach. Mach. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. European marks. Yeah. Get out of here. European marks. <laughs> Well, American Mark uh, is someone that I know through the Magnet Theater Improv. Mm -hmm. uh, we were mm -hmm. on a team called Family Trip. Mm -hmm. um, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. We, I, I had a lovely six months on that team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very fun. And uh, Mark is also many things. He's a gay volleyballer. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's not uh, a weird thing to say. It's a gay volleyball league, correct? That's the whole thing yes, about it, right? Yes, it's a very popular league. And actually, a lot of our friends are both mm -hmm. theater folk and gay volleyball players. Yes, that's true. Uh, many former guests on this podcast, Blake mm -hmm. Rogers, uh, uh, who else? Some other people. Well, go we'll look into the sands of time and find out who they were. Mm -hmm. Certainly, Blake. Um, are you a good volleyball player, Mark? Oh, goodness. I'd like to think so. But the league is very big and there's many people that are better than me. So... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are you in the A1, A2, A3, B1? B, what's your league? Like G13. I'm, I'm down oh at the bottom. My gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would be in Z minus. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if there was a Z, they'd put me there. And then they put me in the lowest Z. You know, they roll over into like, like double, like when the letters are double. Double Z. Oh, right. Double A. Double <laughs> Z. Yeah, double Z. <laughs> Maybe get some numbers, like some like special characters. Like I'm like yeah, yeah, pound sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, there's a place for everyone ultimately. Even double there's Z exclamation mark. for oh, bad volleyball thanks, players. Mark. Yeah. Congrats on the, um, on the Oscar win that uh, song. <laughs> Not that song. <laughs> Anita. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so you play volleyball very well, but very badly, according to your own words. Um, <laughs> um, what would you describe? How would you describe your improv style or what you love oh, about improv? Goodness, my I I love uh, supporting people. That's that's one of the, mm. the funnest things. Um, I love to latch onto people's ideas and support the hell out of them. Very nice. And what do you love about it? What's your favorite thing about improv? Uh, I like. Uh, the thrill of building something together, building this like impossible sandcastle. It, it's ephemeral, so that makes me sad. But the the building of it and it, admiring the sandcastle while it's up is is quite a thrill. I love that. Um, so when you're not gay volleyballing, improvising, are you a listener of podcasts? Oh my goodness, I love podcasts. I, I go on a lot of health walks these days, and I always mm -hmm, listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, we used to call those walkies, and you, we used to go together. And it's been a long, long time since we've gone on walkies, Mark. Yeah, I moved away from your neighborhood, so I'm just a little bit farther away. Mm -hmm, that's true. That's true. But let's do one soon. Uh, what are some recs that you've got for us? Uh, my top two podcasts I listen to quite often. One is called Feast of Fun. It's a, a gay mm -hmm. news comedy podcast. So mm -hmm. it's the, the, the week's news uh, and their takes by two 
gay men in uh, Two Husbands in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is a New York local podcast called Keith and the Girl. It's one of the earliest podcasts, and it features a lot of comedians and New York, mm, Keith New York and the artists. Girl. Yep. Mm. Now, what's that all, all about? So it's a comedy show. Is it, does it talk about current events? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, same thing. It's like a news comedy show, but a lot of the guests tend to be like New York based uh, comedy acts. Actually, I, I was on there as a guest one time. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, oh plug cool. what, what episode number? We'll, we'll oh, tell all our listeners. I think you could just Google me, and it'll show up. And there's a really very nice jank picture. I'm try to get myself on there. Um. <laughs> and, uh, so you said this is one of the oldest podcasts. What is what does that mean? Yeah, there's like different waves of podcasts, and I, I think Serial was like a really popular entrance into podcasting for a lot of people. This was even before mm-hmm. that. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Back in the Mark cool. Maron days. Exactly. Yeah, yeah another yeah. Mark. Yeah. Another yeah. Mark. And doesn't he spell it with a C? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a trash. Yeah. Uh, get out of here. All right. Well, those are some great wrecks. Um, but I believe you brought us kind of an obscure, less listened to one today. Yeah, it's my top. It's in my top three, but not a lot of people mm-hmm. know. It's not <laughs> as famous as the first two. It's called Welcome to My World. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the times have been tough lately, and a lot of people are moving away from cities and moving to these. Uh, you know, less dense areas. And this podcast, each episode features a different uh, a different town. And there's somebody or mm. somebody from that town that's really trying to sell the listeners on like, move, come move to our town since you can remote work anywhere. Uh, so. Okay. Very nice. I love that. I think um, we all know some people who who did that, who moved, you know, absolutely. out of a big city into a small town. It's yeah, Mark had his own two-bedroom apartment for a while because I went back to Cincinnati, Ohio. It was great. For Mark oh. and for me in certain ways. Great for everybody. Great for everybody. Uh, great. So, say the name of this show one more time. Welcome to my world. Great. Welcome to my world. Well, Mark, have you heard of the show before? I have not. Great. Neither have I. Uh, let's take a listen. This is Welcome to My World. With remote work on the rise, people have been looking for places to live away from that city life. In this episode, will feature such unique places that you will love and enjoy and maybe decide to move to. Have a listen, enjoy, and expand your mind. Hello, hello, hello. It's a perfect day outside. Uh, I've just had a latte, and I'm happy to uh, bring you to this wonderful experience. My team and I are going out there finding the most fantastical and amazing places to bring you all to. One of my men on the field is about to take you to a place that I think of as extremely romantic. I'll go ahead and throw the tape to my lead correspondent, Daniel Murph-Mack. Go ahead and take it away, Daniel. Let's play the tape. Welcome to the world's smallest Eiffel Tower here in lovely Paris, Arkansas. We think of it as the city of love's little brother. My name is Daniel Blick, and I've been living here uh, directly adjacent to the tiny Eiffel Tower for, oh boy, what time is it? Uh, 30 years. And I just love hearing about all these people leaving big cities uh, to move to smaller communities like my own. And I I really hope the listeners out there consider Paris, Arkansas as a viable living place. I want to mention, too, uh, in case anybody's thinking about coming out, uh, my son and I, uh, we are baking the world's uh, best baked potato here. Uh, uh, Johnny, uh, why don't you go ahead and show him your potato? 
here, here's my potato. I, I grew it myself. Yeah, Johnny's absolutely killing it with the potatoes. So yeah, come and see the Eiffel Tower, but um, but stay for the potatoes, as I like to say. But then also make sure you see the the Eiffel Tower uh, before you leave. So you, yeah, you come yeah, for the, yeah. Eiffel the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower is uh, is great, but you stay know what, Johnny? Potato. Johnny's really going after it. Uh, Johnny, tell tell them all about the uh, tell them all about the the degree you're getting in a in a in, in, in farming and all the 4-H stuff you've been doing. You've really been been killing it there with those potatoes. I I I grew my own potatoes. And then I use that to start my farming degree. Yeah, so cool, Johnny. Uh, Johnny here, Johnny's going to be a real-life farmer. Isn't that right, Johnny? Yep. I'm, I'm going to be a potato farmer, just like my dad and my grandpa. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, uh... Melinda, <laughs> you still haven't told him who his real father is, have you? I haven't, and I am until you stop at this Eiffel Tower nonsense. I never will. This boy will be a be, tiny architect. He will be a farmer. He will be a farmer like my father and my father's father. He will never be a Eiffel Tower man. He'll be an Eiffel Tower man, never. just like his real father. Oh, now Johnny spends a lot of time with his father, the farmer Mark. <laughs> Oh, I hate marks. So <laughs> he, obnoxious. He spells it with a C in the French way, which I'm not a fan of. But well, in this world, I'm a fan of it because I like French things. In, in this but world. But I know that's in this. I know that in in possibly parallel universes, uh, he might not be as appreciated, especially ones where marks with K's are particularly prominent. But I like I I generally like farmer Mark with a C, and that's why I would never say anything that hurts him. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and, and keep keep the camera rolling. But but while we're going, uh, Johnny and I are about to about to show this uh, this group of women here how to make uh, Arkansas's number one favorite dish, potato pie. Johnny, take it away. Oh yeah, that's a potato. Hey, all you lovely ladies that are a lot older than me. Thanks for doing this. We can't wait to learn. Lovely young lad. You're so handsome. Uh, Our favorite favorite dish here is uh, potato pie. Uh, We take these prize-winning potatoes that I (laughs) grew myself. (laughs) Oh, wow. Just like his dad. Oh, all by himself. That's so commendable, young man. Like father, like son. You you women are... you, you ladies are getting very close to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, Give us a taste yeah. there, Johnny. Of the potato. But obviously, of the potato. Mildred, what's your problem? Oh, what's your problem, Galinda? Are you going to give us a taste or not? Of the potato. Ladies, please back up. There's there's enough spuds for everyone. I want to chomp on that eye. Of the potato. Ooh, la, la, potato. <laughs> 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 um, right, back up, back up, Lee. Give the give the boy some breathing room. Back up. All right, all right, all right. So Johnny, are you okay? I'm okay. You I'm okay. okay. Honey? I just... Oh no, those old ladies are so, so they were so sexy. I didn't understand. I've never seen that before. Oh, this would never have happened with your father if he was around still. Oh, Johnny, this would never have happened if you had gone into tiny architecture. Tell me something, Johnny. What what's one place in the world you would love to go to if you if you had a million dollars? Uh, I guess the real Paris. <laughs> okay, well what what what's there? What's so great about it? The real Eiffel Tower? <laughs> it's not but the think, same as the smallest one that we have. 
But it's still pretty cool that it's small, right? It's it's cool, but it's a constant reminder that we're in the shadow of the French. Uh, let me talk to your uh, to to the family friend over here for a second, Johnny. Keep making your pie. Stay away from those old ladies. Okay. You've got to get on board with this potato stuff. <laughs> he said we're living in the shadow of the real Paris. Yeah, well, you're never going to get any sun love from him. I Look, his father, the man who raised him, is six feet under, okay? You're just a man who I made a mistake with. And I'm sick of you trying to impose this French thing on him. It'll never happen. Like, it doesn't have to be France. He could make tiny pyramids. You know, he could make a, a tiny, uh, you know, the, the castle that Disney World castle was based off of. The Neukbrachten. You know what I'm, what I'm talking about. I sure do. And it'll never happen. Johnny's a big boy. And he likes big things like potatoes, the largest of the tubers. And he's never going to go for anything tiny. You think he wants a tiny little round potato, those little uh, yearling ones? No. He wants a big old Idaho potato. And he's a boy who knows what he wants. It was Neukwenstein Castle. Sorry, what were you saying about potatoes? Uh, I, I had to look at my, my encyclopedia here. Johnny, there's something that I have to tell you. Oh. Come here. Put, put the pie down, Johnny. Come here. Oh, one second, ladies. Oh, yeah. My mom wants to talk to me. No, don't leave. Oh. Please, please don't follow me. I need no. to talk to my mom. I want to eat. You got to eat the pie while it's hot. Stay away, ladies. Son. I've withheld very important information from you, and that's my fault. Did did we use the wrong fertilizer this season? No, this unfortunately has nothing to do with potatoes. What? You see, 18 and a half years ago, I made a big mistake. Your father was at a potato convention. <laughs> and I went to the old vodka barn, and I... Look, the tiny Paris man. That's your biological father, Johnny. What? What? The, the tiny guy with the funny hat? Yeah, he's so small. It's a very funny hat. I, I build small things so that I feel Stop eavesdropping! Stop eavesdropping! So, so I was talking to these ladies over here. I build small things so I feel less alone, ladies. Take off your hat. Uh, <laughs> Stop sexualizing people, you ladies. No, no, wait, this isn't this isn't right. My my dad's a great potato farmer. Yes, he was. And you should be like him. But for the sake of honesty, I have to let you know your your biological father is that tiny man with that silly hat. <laughs> I guess you you're I guess like, you, I guess you better know that. You're like a shadow of a real dad. Well, what? Don't you eavesdrop? Who? No, I guess, wait. I guess he was addressing you. He that said time. shadow of a. But he said, real dad. No, but I was trying to say that you're you're not my He's real dad. He's trying to neg you. But like, okay. but like I'm negging. But no, like you. a tiny, but like a tiny version of a real dad, which in my world it means a better version of a real dad. So that's the greatest thing someone could have ever said, son. Okay. Okay, French guy. <laughs> uh, I'd like to formally apologize to my uh, fellow colleague, Daniel Blick. 
<laughs> I had your name wrong. I thought it was Daniel Murfmack. So I, again, apologize. I don't know where I got the idea that you were Daniel Murfmack. Uh, your name is a Daniel Blick. Uh, our next location is really a place that, that might make you cry if you think about it too hard. Come on down. This is the unclaimed baggage center in Alabama. We have all the unclaimed baggage you could ever want. Anything that doesn't get sold since 1970, uh, I began selling unclaimed baggage. I can sell whatever I want. As long as you don't claim it, it's mine. Legally, the airports can do nothing about it. I have wedding rings. I have rifles. I have a tank. You never know what you're going to find when you come down to the unclaimed baggage center in Alabama. Y'all, isn't my wife such a, a hot piece of entrepreneurial genius thank she, you it, baby it, it was her idea to live near the airport and then god done send us all these unclaimed gifts and she turned it into a business thank the lord yeah i just have to say you know i'm uh i've, I've lived in brooklyn for the past 10 years it's, you know since the pandemic really looking for a, a place to settle down and uh this unclaimed baggage place really has everything I'm looking for. Well, come on in here. My sexy husband will lead you over to the housewares if that's what you're looking for. Uh, what are you looking for? A lamp, hat, a uh, little dinosaur figurine. Uh, we got fish sticks uh, fresh from the freezer. We got... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a little hungry. I could go for some fish sticks. Yeah. All right. Hang on. We got robots. God, God damn. Look at, look at Darlene go. She. It was her idea to expand from wares unclaimed wares into food and then into robotics darlene i love yeah. you i love you too mark with a ck i love you so much you're amazing and so sexual all the time and i cannot stop looking at you and anyways look at your hands dripping with dr rubies and diamonds every ruby and diamond I, find, I find a way to adorn my sexy husband with it have you ever seen a man with so, with so many crowns partner stranger i gotta got say in this world, marks with a CK really have it all, you know? <laughs> to be honest, right. the God's honest truth is that Darlene's my sugar mama and she takes care of me. So good. And the airline is my sugar mama. Everything that they dump on me from cats to chinchillas to tigers, it's mine. I don't know where I got the right, but nobody stopped me yet and then they never will. Look, back in Brooklyn, I was a real, like, startup chaser. You know, we've got Silicon Alley, they call New York City when it comes to tech businesses. I've always wanted to be on the ground floor of something. And here is, you know, citizen number three of Unclaimed Baggage Center here in Alabama. I am stoked. And you two really have it together. I respect both what you've done with a bunch of unclaimed baggage. Thank you. And also your relationship. Like, this isn't just like a place to live, right? It's a place to love. Thank you so much. Oh, that's so sweet. Now, I do have to say, now that we've gotten the nice part out of the way, uh, my what? beloved spouse and husband, the true love of my life, uh, I think your name is Nicholas. Is that what it says on your name tag over there? I am Nicholas, yes. Now, my husband's going to have to tell you the, the rules, and some of them might scare you. Lay it on me, man. Lay it on me, Mark CK. Okay, so we can't give you the baggage right away. There's there's some codes. you got to put your name into the queue to see if anyone does claim it, but I will say the queue is quite short, so it's short. after a 24 okay. hour right. waiting period, it's yours. I think ahead of him is Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Mark uh, Donovan, uh, 
Turnip, McGinty, uh, Satchel Page, uh, uh, Francis McGormick, and that's about it. And all those people have requested that if someone doesn't claim baggage, <laughs> they get the baggage? Yep. Yep. Okay, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe's been through these parts. Yeah, we've all come through these parts. Uh, rule number two, uh, Mark, lay it on him. Oh, uh... Oh, this is really bad. He's, oh, this he's is a bad sweating. one. He's sweating, he's sweating bullets, bullets my, right my, now. My beloved. Everything... Hang on a second. I'm going to turn on this air conditioner. This is a $400,000 unit we got. This is an HVAC system from a from a, from a stadium that was meant to be delivered, and the, the, the airplane got got a redirected, so we ended up with it. So here you go. Air conditioner is right on you. So you just put your name on that, and they gave you, <laughs> like, an industrial strength air conditioner? We, we get whatever we want. I don't know how, but they haven't stopped us yet. If wow, it's, this place is paradise. If it's unclaimed and it's from the plane, it's ours now. <laughs> That's what And That's if, what if Daniel say. Radcliffe doesn't get to it first, sure, sure. But, I mean, like I said, I feel like I'm, like, you know, in the Garden of Eden, but, like, now I'm hearing all these rules that I'm not supposed to... We've only heard one so far. <laughs> I'm, I'm just dreading the second one, though. All right. Rule number two is you gotta leave a five star review. Tripadvisor. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Yep. And we will chase you down. We will. We've, uh, we've done it before. We've done it before. Tell them all about that time that we that we that we chased you and uh, and punished that guy. Okay. Well, uh, Eddie Redmayne, this, mm-hmm. this English gentleman, <laughs> Newt Scamander, <laughs> came through these parts. You know. Wait, you know, claimed a fridge, waited 24, did the whole process, waited 24 hours. He said, Eddie, this fridge is yours. And he started to leave. And then we were checking our TripAdvisor listings and we refreshed, refreshed. Refreshed, refreshed. I refreshed. my phone. We refreshed. So I looked and at Mark's phone. I tried my phone as well because I got a bunch of phones, obviously. And she does a bunch of unclaimed phones. <laughs> Does someone still pay the phone bills on their phones? You'd be surprised what people do not notice on their phone bill. They do uh, not Mark, cancel. They do not cancel. Mark's putting, what would you say, hundreds, hundreds, thousands of dollars on Candy Crush. It astonishes me. Nobody's ever stopped. I don't pay for it. I don't pay for it. No, he doesn't pay for it. Nope. I got all the premium cable subscriptions. We had a, we had a Roku set down. Of, I don't know whose it was, but we got a Roku. We set it up to the to the big screen over there. Thank you, you Jacqueline Bentine, for your Roku. Thank you, Jacqueline Bentine. Appreciate it. Thanks for making your password password, you idiot. So we've been watching everything. It's been amazing. Which been your favorite show there, Mark? Oh, Bridgerton. I love it. I can't get enough of it. That's spoon scene. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So that's rule number two. We find that you don't get one. So let's. let's how do we punish Ed, uh, Eddie Redmayne? Why don't you remind me? Eddie Redmayne then tried to leave without a TripAdvisor listing. So we took our four by four, which was unclaimed, but now it's ours. It's ours. And we done chased him to the airport. Yeah, we we chased him to the airport, and uh, and we made him we made him fly coach, and that's his number one fear. He has a fear wow. of flying coach, Eddie Redmayne. He's famous for it. So a lot of celebrities come through here. <laughs> we get a lot. And so it's, a, it's an airport that yeah, both has a lot of celebrities, but also like there's a lot of like stuff. Like this is like a shipping center, basically. You can see it. What do you see with your eyes? I I, I mean baggage is galore. I see. Big things, refrigerators, televisions. I see small things, you know, bags of Skittles, sets of headphones. I see medium things, all the robots. It's just a Let me blow your mind for a second. Watch this. Very slowly, I'm going to do this. I'm about to, don't get scared. I'm going to pop out your eyes. What? (laughs) 
Boop. Now don't get uh, scared. I know this is scary. Wait a second. Where are you? Where'd you go? Bop. Bop. Synthetic guys. Better than you realize. We got those from Jordy, the Star Trek character. These are amazing. So he left them on the plane. And now oh. they're yours. So look at you. You can see anything. Wait a second. Is this a, is this a trick? Because I didn't put my name in and wait 24 hours? No, it's just a tester. We'll give you back your realize. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay, so it's... All right, so I think I can wait 24 hours. I'm I'm pretty impatient. I'm kind of used to that New York lifestyle. Like, you know, if you want something, you just walk to, like, your bodega any time of the day and get it. I have to write a five-star review. I feel like I'm, a, I'm big into integrity. I like to usually start with four stars and give the place, you know, room to grow, some constructive feedback. Don't you dare. Don't you well, I, dare. I, I, Darlene, are we going to have to do... If those are the... Are we going to have Those to do another rules. Eddie Redmayne shakedown? Right no, 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 please, please, for now, God's sake, no, now, no. Eddie I can, Redmayne's I, biggest fear was flying coach, but we will find what your biggest fear is. It's also flying coach. Okay, well, we're going to get on our form before. We'll drive it to the airport. We'll make you fly coach. You better know. No, no, please, God. <laughs> one third rule that you need to follow if you're going to live in our baggage paradise. Mark, lay it down. Oh, my God. Tears he's are streaming he's, down. he's crying. He's hang sweating on. and crying. Hang on, let me get you an embroidered Henry VIII uh, silk handkerchief that I stole from the British Museum. I, I mean, I got from the British Museum when they sent a crate and went unclaimed. Here you go, baby. You go ahead and wipe off with that. The royal jewels from the British Museum? Just the royal handkerchiefs. Just the royal, just the royal handkerchiefs were <laughs> forgotten. Unclaimed, unclaimed. Unclaimed for 24 hours. Yep. And Daniel Radcliffe didn't pick those up? No, he asked for them, but he couldn't get them. Well, he... He, he he did leave a five star review, so he, his name might be on the list. Let's check. But uh, but Mark, what's that third rule? Always put out your forest fires. That's right. If we if we see you smoking a cigarette and not tufting it out, and we mean e cigs too. We we have we had uh, yeah we had uh, Lisa Bonet <laughs> come visit us, and she she let she had an incense that she set up. And she did not put it out. And she's uh, famous for that. Famous, and we, we found out her worst fear, which turned out to be flying coach. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a common fear. fear. It's a Very common, common fear. fear. And we chased her in that four by four, and uh, and she's never been seen again. Let, think of the last time you saw Lisa Bonet. My God, it's been a while. Been I'll a while. tell you that. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Wow. Are you ready to live in our in our uh, in our beautiful paradise, my gorgeous husband and me? Everything here. Is provided for me, provided that I can wait 24 hours. I have to give up my integrity a little bit and say, <laughs> you know, five stars no matter what. And I have to prevent my own <laughs> forest fires. They're not that bad, Rose. It's not that bad. That's, I, I love smoking though. I love smoking. Uh, I love set, I mean, I love setting things on fire. All right, hey. well, it might not be for you then. Hey. Can, can I tell you something? I, Please my, do. My strong, entrepreneurial, sexy, smart wife. The day I saw her cry was when a fire done took half the warehouse down. It was horrible. Okay. I was horrible. Okay. Do you want to? I had no idea. Do you want to see Darlene cry again? That's where I was no, keeping I all the chinchillas and other critters. It was horrible. Their Jesus Christ. Up into the night. It was abominable. She had a great idea nope. of putting all the livestock together. It made so much operational sense. And then Lisa Bonet did not put out her incense. <laughs> and it started. Lisa Bonet killed a warehouse of animals. <laughs> That's why we had to chase her. That's why we had to chase her. Make her fly coach. That's why rule number three exists. Forest fires are serious. All right. It makes, you know, what? makes sense. 
I'm in. So what are you two? Like the mayor and vice mayor? What does that what does that make me in this? In well this here, town? sign your name in blood first. That I that seems like the thing you should have led with <laughs> before. <laughs> Five star review. It's just a caveat. Okay. Alright, well I'll just grab one of these daggers here. Stings. Here we go. And, and all right, and we are in a plural marriage. All right, let's get started. What? Today's final location makes me feel like I'm at home again. Well, now there, if you like fishing, you can live in this fishing hut with me and my pals. Doesn't have a lot of the fancy city amenities. No public transportation. No big old tall skyscrapers. Uh, no electricity. But it's got the greatest thing in the world, and that is fishing. Life's uh, real quiet down here in the fishing hut. You know? That's how we like it. I'm very interested in this and I and I did come sight unseen but I have to say it makes me feel slightly unnerved that at no point in the transportation process would you tell me what city or state we are in we still won't okay well uh let me see you came here blindfolded <laughs> all you can see for miles around is ocean and uninhabitable inhabitable uh wilderness uh, I, I, and I'm excited and I, and I did come sight unseen. You two were beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I'm very, you, you seemed like, you know, a lot. You're a, a beautiful, I assume couple. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, we call each other buddies. Yep. We do. He's my okay, best is bud. That, is that, he's my best bud. Okay. Great. Um, uh, I'm, I'm interested in, uh, in moving my family out here. We've been wanting to, we've been thinking about the quiet country life. Um, I, I, I'm a little, uh, you know, the, the more you talked about the desolation and isolation, though, the more I'm getting a little nervous that maybe there's no school system for my kids. Not bunny school. Haven't you ever heard of a school of fish? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Randy. But, but seriously, though, there's a. Oh, oh, yeah. Randy, you're you're. Uh, oh, my God. You're oh. the most hilarious person I know. Oh, now, Paul, jeez, you're making me blush again. Oh, okay. such a sweet thing to that say. Was, that's real adorable, and I love that joke. I'm a big fan of puns, but uh, I'm assuming there is some kind of correspondence school, at least. Uh, so no, I was serious. Okay. Uh, there's okay. a lot you can learn from fish. Uh, you know, keep moving. That's a that's a life lesson. Just yeah. keep, keep moving. Yep. So that that's okay. Great. Stick okay. Stick together. Stick together. Um, Randall's, right, Randall's well. got a thing for fish. Yeah. That's why I came out here. They're one of God's most majestic creatures, fish. You have quite a tattoo collection. You practically look like a fish yourself. Lots of scales. Thank you for noticing. Uh, I guess it'd be hard not to. Uh, I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm wearing very <laughs> short shorts. We're practically wearing nothing at all. Yep. I tired of the world of man <laughs> clothes are oppressive yeah you're mm. wearing what i would call a banana hammock uh there paul yeah um, i think that's what they call them in the biz yeah. uh <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I see much more than i expected when you took when the when the blindfold came off my first question was where are we 
Uh, my second uh, question was, what are those? Well, <laughs> the answer was... <laughs> We, banana number hammock. one, yeah, we won't tell you. Number two, it's a banana hammock. It's it's a modesty <laughs> hammock. I, normally, I wouldn't wear such an oppressive kind of thing when it's All right, just well, me I appreciate and Randy. the modesty hammock. Thank you so much. Um, yep, Paul and I both became weary of, you know, civilization, society, city life. That mankind, yeah, yeah, inherently evil. Yeah. So we decided to, you know, do some math, find the most desolate area away from the city life next to a beach and here we are all right uh let's let's try it this way if i were to walk in uh, any direction for uh -huh. any length of days uh -huh. which which direction would i walk and how long ah i mean pick you would the wolverines would get you oh yeah well yeah pick a direction but the wolverines will get you first <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, it's right. it's like a perimeter of wolverines. Like you keep a you keep a hefty perimeter of wolverines. Or is there, are they yours? Or are they pets? Or are they? We respect their domain, and they respect our domain. We're more of na they're neighbors. Yeah, right. You remember neighbors from what? Where, where are you coming from? Miss? I'm, I'm I'm coming from Minnesota. Oh, the big Ooh. city, huh? Yeah, wow, wow. city slicker over here. Minnesota now. Wow. Well, I'm okay. So it said in the brochure, you'll build your own fire, you'll make a dish. Uh, I guess we get we can get started on that. Paul wrote that brochure himself. Paul, you're so talented. Oh, thanks, Randy. Where did you print it? How did you send He's it that out? Good. He is that good at calligraphy. Wow, looks like it's computer made, don't it? Yeah, but you don't see a computer here, do you? I sure don't. Nope. Paul went into the wild, crushed a bunch <laughs> of berries to get inks. And made what looks like a computer printed brochure. Yeah. Well, are we gonna are we gonna make a dish? Should we get should we? I I, I did a lot of Girl Scouts, so I kind of know how to the basics of making a fire. Oh, great! Oh, you love it here. Yeah. All right. Um, I just one one thing. I and I am very excited for the for the retreat here. I'm excited for thinking about moving my family out here again. I'm on the fence because of the whole schools or your te school of fish is a, your teachers thing. Or us. It, oh, it, you know, we could also teach. Paul could teach art, arts and crafts. Yeah. In and I could teach business and economics. Yeah. Great. Uh, well, I'm just a little uh, concerned that there does seem to be only one yurt. Uh, I'm not sure. It looks like there's a rather small sort of sleeping area in there. Yeah. So this I'm... is this is our yurt. Uh huh. And you'll need mm -hmm. to build your own. Okay. Simple as that. Yeah. Laws of nature. Just build your own. Simple. Yeah. The sun is getting a bit low in the sky. Uh, yeah, yeah, better get sure, started. Do that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. better get that fire. So you said you were a girl. You were the Girl Scouts, huh? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. We, we love a, a, a fellow survivalist. Made it to juniors. Got my uh, got my green uniform. Wow. What is the deadliest combat you've ever survived? Oh Lord, uh, I guess uh, tag sale, or like a sample sale, like a. Somerset sent like a, like a sample sale at uh you know at, at the world's greatest mall, the Mall of America. Uh, okay, something to work on then. You're definitely. I, I thought she was gonna say like cougar or moose. Or... Yeah, that's. I look, looking at her. I could. I think she could take a moose. It's. You, I mean, you're gonna need to be at least at cougar level when it comes to combat ability. I just one other thing to mention, just as the sun kind of dips below the horizon. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm seeing a lot of eyes. Are those those wolverines you're talking about? It's just like uh, over there, I see a pair of eyes kind of glowing amber-orange over there. 
Oh, oh, oh no, no. When when the sun starts to dip, not even the wolverines want to deal with the uh, what's in the woods at night. Uh, it's a pack of vipers. A pack mm. of vipers. Yeah. Uh, nope. So, uh, black sky at night, vipers delight. <laughs> yep. So, <clears throat> I'm just wondering about uh, uh, what what uh. <laughs> What what I should do? I guess uh, I don't with what materials. I don't know what to make it out of the yard. I don't know you're how to. A, I mean, you're a Girl Scout. You know what to do. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Well, um, I guess I'd better get started. Um, I'm. Fe- I, I gotta put my emotions on the line, boys. I'm feeling Please very. Do. I'm feeling very afraid. You two are you're, sitting, standing here. Oh no. Bronze. Bronze does a kiwi. Uh. You know, uh, you've got your, your banana hammocks. Yeah. You've got your uh, spears, mm-hmm. and you've got your beautiful yurt. Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm wearing a business suit. I came right from work, um, and I'm taking. I'm going to kick off my heels, but uh, I'm feeling. I, I feel my feeling is danger. I feel like I'm, I'm. Oh no 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 no! You know, the first night is the most dangerous, but you get used to it. I I bet you'll be a natural. When I what's what's the longest you've ever gone without food or water? Easy enough question. I think I think Paul was gonna say something. That, that... Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. My my mistake. No, my no, it's question. Okay. I, I want to hear. Think I want to hear her I answer. Wanna, I, I want to hear what you have to say, though, Paul. Oh, oh. I was gonna say when I when I'm in danger, I just like Randy. I just like to go into your arms. That's what I was gonna say. That's you know adorable. what? But I'm scared. Here, here, Miss. I'm sorry. What was your name, Miss? Um, uh, it's uh, it's Tammy. All right. Well, Tammy, you're gonna choose your um. Your summer name, uh, if you choose to live here, but we'll start with Tammy. Come into our arms. So this is what makes everyone feel. Oh, that was such a good idea. I'm glad we did Tammy, that. Tammy, come into I, come into our ear and let's just let's squeeze together, into, yeah. real tight. I, okay, um, I just I, real tight. Number one was I, I I don't think I've ever gone more than 24 hours without food and drink. I did a lock in once uh, in a Catholic school. Uh, but number two would be before we go into your just a very basic question: How many people have attempted this, and how many have survived? Well, two have survived. I can answer. I want to answer the second part first. Two people have survived. Yeah. That first part is so important, though. Is it? I, I just, I feel like, you know, when you go to the city, it's all about the numbers, right? It's, you know, click, 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 typing, profit, 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 numbers, numbers, bigger skyscrapers. How tall is this one? You know, yeah, we're, when you're out here, it's just we're not about that. And, you know, to respect yeah. like OSHA laws, we don't want to, you know, you know, we don't want to don't bulge that information. So, you know, it's not important. I just I we s- take the laws of nature and the laws of OSHA yeah. very seriously. <laughs> I see a lot of what I would describe as human claw marks on the on the trees in this in this area. Uh, oh, that's such a good me- guess that you knew that they were human. <laughs> uh, well, they were at human height. So I thought it was either that or some jungle cat. Uh and I don't want to put too much of a guess on here because I know you don't, guys don't like it, but we feel too north for jungle cats, is what I'm saying. You'd uh, be surprised in those woods. All right. Well, Tammy, I guess you, a, you know too much. Uh, mm. Just about to say that. Good call. I mean, Good I don't know much. I don't know anything. Uh, I don't know anything at all. Uh, Tammy, who, uh, who knows that you're here? Uh, I, oh, everybody probably. I mean, I, I definitely didn't just hop on the plane and uh, and agree to be blindfolded. I, I, you know, I always fly coach, which is uh, a lot of people's biggest fear. So I was feeling pretty brave when I got off. Uh, 
And so I definitely texted everybody, uh, my, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, my children, my loving husband. Everybody knows I'm here. Certainly not nobody. Tammy, there's no cell service out here. So afraid. Yeah, I'm just joshing. Oh, yo, classic fall! Oh my goodness, I was, I was holding my breath. I, I if she was seeing me, she was gonna see me holding back some laughs. I can hear. The uh, seriously though, you've told a lot of people. I hear, I hear the vipers. Oh, uh, you know what? They're just you let them do their thing, you know. Oh, there they are. See, isn't that beautiful? When you're in the city, all you hear is, you know. Oh, what are, it's so yeah. annoying. Here, just the orchestra and the world. Oh, guys, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I, I, I give up. I'm going to run away. No, wait, Tammy, Tammy, confront your fears. Confront your fears, Tammy. Dodge, gee, Paul, we lost another one. Well, she's going to become one of the, the night kin. <sighs> Is that another person? That's so much fun. Oh my god, I'm like exhausted. <laughs> Thanks as always for listening to Welcome to My World. I hope you find yourself changed, inspired, and most of all, disrupted. The world is a nasty, filthy, fat burg of a turd, and we're here to show you that it doesn't have to be that way. Goodbye, and we love you. So good. This has been Made Up Talk Show, part of the Let's Hear It Network. Have a podcast or podcast idea and want to get involved? Visit letshearit.network. That's letshearit.network.